Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hello and welcome to March, Rangers of the Dork Forest. My name is Jackie Cation and you're listening to the Dork Forest. JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. These are the websites. We don't have a sponsor yet this month, but uh, you can always donate. Don't forget to, that you can give me $100 a year uh, for listening to this content for free on the iTunes. And you could review if you don't have $100 a year. You could just uh, And you could buy merch at JackieCation.com. Here's the good news. There is a new comedy special, my new hour-long comedy special, stand-up comedy special video on allthingscomedy.com slash records, $5 download, out March 4th. There's a limited edition T-shirt available, a Horcrux Tour T-shirt, available till March 14th. And I need a, a pre-order of 100 to print them. Because they are uh, eight color fancy pants and they're going to be on union made American black t-shirts, much like the Ranger t-shirts, the same style, Bayside. But, uh, they're expensive to make and I'm only going to do a hundred of them or two hundred of them, however many. I'm not going to do more than two hundred of them because I'm tired. But they're a great t-shirt of Jenny Fine's design of the, of the cover of the CD and the DVD and order them. Order them at JackieCation.com slash Horcrux and get the, get the special at allthingscomedy.com slash records. Right now, let's get into the show, because it's March. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I am here with John Roy in my living room here in Van What's Nuys. up? And let's just do this, at John Roy Comic on Twitter. Right? Yes, that's, that's what it. we know now, because that's we just big one. talked for four minutes uh, about uh, many different things, and I did, had not recorded. Yeah, mildly amusing at best, uh, but if you want to know the basic beats, uh, <laughs> we made fun of the fact that my website was a flash, and uh, directed you instead to does, Twitter, does which is Does it start with at- music? Uh, yeah, it does. So it's, uh, I made that website in like Dane Cook height of everything, like 2006. So like the idea was I'm going to make it like Dane's or like, you know, yeah. whatever these big flashy websites were. So yeah, it starts with a loop that plays snippets of take five and beastie boys. Right when, right yeah. when you, right when you hit in John Roy, well, it's even worse And stand up starts. Like it's, it's just a full assault of insanity. Wow. You have to turn that crap off. I man. know, but I just, it's expensive. I got to go get it. Oh, you have to, down. oh, you have to get it. Oh, you have to you do know, like, someone to do it. Yeah, like, oh, I mean, I, you can pause it. All. There's little buttons on the screen that lets you get rid of all that shit. Right. But, uh, but, but yeah. it's in the code where it oh, says yeah. start when, when they, when, when it loads. And so, like, I did mine for years and I did my own one. And then Vilmos, uh, who does my website now, yeah. he was like, please, please, for the love of God, can I fix this? And he did. He did a, he, he's, he's done a great job with, uh, with JackieCation.com. But the, the thing is, is he, I, I was like, so, do you think I should play the video right when they get there? And he said, no one wants that, Jack. No one wants that. <laughs> we all thought they did, though. Like, we were all like, what's that episode of Simpsons where Bart gets a camcorder and he puts a star wipe on everything? Like, right. like let's start it like it's like, we'll start with me doing stand-up and then there'll be a 3D light show. And yes. then, uh, then a, a overkill. Will overkill. fire out of the fucking hard drive. Like, like right. why did we think that... The, the the only way these people are going to be cool with your website is if you get them, you grab them, like it's like, right from oh, the get, right from really, the get. I really thought that was what to do. Like, right, right. Well, oh, we didn't know. We were just like, well, when we get on stage, there's not a lot of silence. Right. You, get you know. That big, uh, <laughs> although you know what I do now, like when the guy brings me up, goes like, "Are you ready for your headliner?" And then they clap, and then he goes. Uh, that wasn't good enough. Are you ready for your headliner? Like, I go up now and I go, that was mean. That was dicky. Why did he do that to you guys? Right, Like, right. I tell them. I'm like, that, you right. making you clap again. Like, right. It's on, all I'm so crazy. <laughs> it's, do you ever tell the MC just not? No, I make fun of him until he gets it. Oh, right. Welcome to some background of how stand-up comedy works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's the, the other ball busting. I had, I had somebody... A perfectly nice young man who, um. They're all nice. They're all nice. It's they can't nice. I can't believe they're working with a headliner uh, or, or whatever. They can't believe yeah. that they're doing stand up. Yeah. And none of us can, right? No, I so, was nice. so face, oh, oh my God. This is how we all learned. We yeah. all learned that you don't come into town in Los Angeles. I was doing some, some, a real nice club flappers, right? Sure. So I get a Facebook message from a comic that I worked with two years ago from wherever. And he goes, Hey, I'm in town this weekend. Do you have an opener for your flappers? Gig, cause I'd, I'd be willing to open for you. And I ignored it. I was like, 
Dude, uh, it's a club. They booked the opener. Yeah, you, you I didn't. Uh, and day of, you might want to give me some notice. I might have been able to get you a guest set, but give me at least a month right. or so. And so I just ignored it, gave him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. And then he tweets at me. He's like, hey, did you get my message about opening for you, tweets at, at, you. at Flappers? Not a direct message. No, because like, I'm not following him. Right. And I said, did you think that I booked the club? Because I don't book the And I just started busting on his balls. And he was it's like, not called Cations. <laughs> Right, the club is done. Cation's Comedy Club. Ooh, with all K's. I, KKK. There's a certain person, nope. and I'm not going to say any names, but there's a no, person that lives that. here in Los Angeles that we'll have some beers. But the third beer is where the can I middle for you request is floating. Oh, Christ. Like, like, like if you, the first two is all pleasant conversation. Yes. The third beer has the take me on the road. Take uh, me on the road. So like, if you get to I don't have that kind of get power. ready for it. Like, yeah. I mean, also, the th- if you want to come to Ohio for $450, is that, is that what you want? Cause that's right. all I got. Right. Cause <laughs> I can't, I, I can't bump you. your money. Yeah. And like, I'm not allowed to bring, I mean, it's, I'm not at that level. And quite honestly, I'm very sorry. Everybody's very nice. But right. if I could pick someone to go with, I would pick like a friend of mine yeah. who I want to spend five days with. I know all most of my stuff's in the Midwest. I know a lot of great comedians in Chicago that I would that are already there that I've seen and went. You're great. I want to bring you. Like it goes the other. What people don't understand is it goes and they the can't other understand. Way. It's yeah. not just a you like. I, I don't know. Do you think like bands go walk into the satellite and then oh uh, well, look, hey, it's Prince is on stage. Hey, Prince, <laughs> you got what the L.A. Forum? Like, have you, did you did you watch our set? Like, like right. who the fuck? You can't well, do that. And they can't. And people, nobody knows until. Because the thing is, I've tried to tell comics nicely. I've tried to bust their balls. Uh, the ball busting seems to leave a lasting impression. The mocking. Yeah. The out and out mocking is the only way to go. Guess what? I can't get you free tickets to Maria's show because by definition, <laughs> it's Maria's show. Yeah. And, and I don't even know you. So <laughs> I think I, I, Maria's sister, <laughs> I think can ask for free tickets. <laughs> and then Maria says, aren't you a doctor? Why don't you buy tickets? Why, why, why is free, why is free so important? To you? Right, why, yeah, what is, I mean, you can come backstage, I love you, we'll have dinner. I'm in that program where poor kids who have nothing are turned into stand-ups and we, we just, we need to have any right. free things we can. To- sure. Oh, I'm not paying for stand-up, but that's because I'm a stand-up. Yeah. I saw Chappelle yesterday. Yeah. I was at, I was at, um, the coffee shop over by the improv and Fred Siegel okay. having lunch. And all of a sudden he came in and I don't know him. I've sure. never met him. I met him once, but it's not much of a meeting. Hello. Hello. Nice Isabel. to meet you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so I just stared at him for a second. And I was like, get it together. There's because I mean, he's such a great stand up comic. Right. Oh, I, and, and to the, I mean, this sounds even silly to even have to mention this, but people like Matt Pronger uh, has said that he just worked with him. Said it was the funniest shit he's ever seen, ever. Ever. Uh, I know somebody in Denver. He did uh, the Comedy Works. They saw all five shows. Right. He said that he did each joke differently every time with right. different lines. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what? Every single time, funny. Why? Every time. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so it is. It's in when you see somebody who's that good that you know you're like, oh. And he doesn't, I mean, what am I going to do? Go up to him and say, hey, I do stand-up comedy. Yeah, hey, uh, maybe you saw me on Conan. <laughs> Would you want me to open for you? No. No, Jackie, no. Keep it together. It's like when yeah. I, there's no, so I, I ended up saying the gooniest thing ever because he came and sat next to me waiting for his to-go order. Oh, really? And I was so done. You, okay. And I was wrapping it up and I just, all I did was I got up, I got my items, I paid my bill. I stood up and I just looked at him and I said, you're a really great stand-up comic in that tone of dorky, <laughs> dorky tone. And he went, thank you. Thank you very much. And I said, have a good day. <laughs> and then I just kept walking. And he was that, like, you know what, though? You got out easy. That's good. That's I mean, fine. There are some much worse. I met a cool guy. Right. And I, oh, that, my God. I could yeah. have I could have lost my mind. And luckily, right. I did not. I kept it together. I like when you're telling jokes. <laughs> um, okay, I got to go. Oh, look. A verb. Good for you, Jackie. Okay. So we're yes. here to talk about... A lot of different things, yes. but let's get to, uh, to painting Warhammer painting 40k Warhammer miniatures. 40K miniatures. All right. There, okay. When you, when you do that, you have to feel when you're painting these things, there is a, uh, uh, there is a knowledge in that hobby, maybe more than any of how 
much one company has manipulated you. Like, cause there's okay. only one company that runs Warhammer and it's called Games Workshop. Games Workshop. They make Workshop. all the miniatures, they make all the rules, and really the rules of the games are just there to sell more miniatures. They sell very the fine thing. crafted lead, well, I don't know, they're not lead anymore. They can't the be lead. No, like, they're it's not like, making right. uh, all of America stupid. <laughs> like, there, there is, it's whatever the hell they're made out of, right. I don't know. But, and they have plastic ones too. But they're heavy. They're heavy, but then they also have little plastic ones for the bulk of your army. Because you're supposed to make like an army of like 150 of these things. Oh my gosh. Like, and you play each other in these massive tabletop board games. Right. Here is the problem with me. I never was very good at the game. Okay. So when I finally assembled my army and I painted them all, little backstory. When I was 14, I wanted to be a visual artist. And okay. I took art lessons and I went all the way until I hit a wall of my talent level, which was three-point perspective. I okay. could not fucking do it. Oh, you can't see it for some reason. I just can't paint it right. Like, okay. I got to the point, I painted my still life, I painted my figure drawings, yeah. I did all, and in my head, I'm going to be the next fucking Jim Lee, I'm going to be, you know, John Byrne, I'm going to be the best comic book artist. I get to three-point perspective, and I just can't do it at all. Like, do, you, I'm just, do you have depth perception, no, or are you I'm just not really just good at it? not really good at it. Okay, so it's okay, but it's not great. Yeah, yeah okay. I could draw, I was that kid in in, in, high, in grade school that like, well, your Batman looks like a Batman picture. Yeah. Maybe you should move to the next level, you know? Yeah. And so I did, and then I got to the level where I'm taking private art lessons, and you know, not super expensive, but I found a local artist. Right, right. I paid him some money, and so I'm <laughs> sitting there, and I just can't get it. Okay. So, Visual art gets put in the back burner. I, I try playing guitar for many years. That doesn't work. <laughs> I find uh, improv. I end up having discover to pay them comedy. more than I have to do improv. And then at that right. moment, I find – so I get stand-up. I get a career, blah, blah, blah. But in the back of my head, it's always this visual art thing. Right. So I get these miniatures, and when I'm playing D&D, I buy these Games Workshop miniatures, and I start painting them, and I'm horrible at it. And my mom goes, are you priming them? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm not priming the miniatures. Oh. So that's why the paint isn't adhering oh. to the thing. So once I figure out around 15 how to prime them, I start getting pretty good at it. So I'm not good at painting. Is your mom a painter? No, but she was just walked downstairs and goes, well, you're not going to get... It's not gonna stay. Yeah, so then, like, so she has some information yeah, she, in her yeah, mind. She has some brain. She has a working <laughs> mind. She's not a moron like right. I was. She has some information. Yeah, yeah. She's an adult. You're She's a child. Not I get a it. Child who thought Iron Maiden was a good band. Like, you know, there, like, there's some things. No, no, know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm 15. Right, know, right. There's like, no way you don't I'm, think of everything. I'm a yeah. dummy. Sometimes I leave the no. soup on until it's solidified because, you know, right, like, I mean, like, right. That's, uh, that's something I do sometimes. Right, that'll happen. So, start paying the miniatures. Get pretty good at it. Don't really think about it till I get a bunch of money. Uh, I win Star Search uh, in on CBS That's with Arsenio. Right. I moved right. to Los Angeles. Uh, I am not a very good stand-up comedian because so, I've just been a middle. Like I, right. I win Star Search at thirty minutes. Okay, and so I go out on the road. I get every national improv kick me in the dick and don't rebook me. I come back to LA. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have no real career to speak of. So I got a lot of time on my hands, but I got a lot of money. When is so this? I'm like. It's about 2005, 2004 okay. when I moved here. Right. So I'm not getting a lot of spots, and uh, and um, I'm not particularly good at stand-up. And okay. I'm, I've moved to L.A. in what is perhaps a rash decision. Okay. And so I've got a lot of money and not a lot to do. Right. And so this is 10 I years ago. You're like, let's have a hobby. That in Westminster, there is one of these mega centers of that the Games Workshop company has built. To attract little fat kids like moths to a flame. <laughs> Westminster, California? Westminster, California. If you take the 405 <laughs> way south. Okay. And you start seeing parts of the OC that are not in the brochure. Okay. You know, like people think of the OC as this all ritzy, rich. It's yeah. just Rick Warren's Saddleback Church and a bunch of housewives. Well, there's other parts of the OC too. Right, right. There's a mega factory by there's Bellflower that's just belching shit into the sky 24 sure. 7. And there's a town called Westminster that is mostly 7-Elevens and Del Tacos, but everything's written in old-timey English font for no reason. Okay. But they have a battle a giant center. Warhammer battle center. It's in a strip mall by, I think the anchor is like a pay less. I mean, we're not right. talking about that, well, right. you know. But there's this mega center down there, and so I went and I bought an entire army of Imperial Guard. I think it Imperial Guard that probably now cost me five hundred fifty dollars, maybe okay. more. And is Imperial here's okay, let's back up a little bit. Warhammer is orcs and elves and humans in space. 
it, but Warhammer 40k. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so Warhammer, there's regular Warhammer, which right. is orcs, elves, humans, and also these demon chaos people. Oh, right, right, and, the demon chaos. And everybody has their own army. Yes. And it's 150 guys per that you're yeah. supposed to really have. Now, there are some cheesy armies that have, like, four chaos demons and then six other random. But, like, okay. you put all your points into right. four massive which is why, guys. Which is why when you go into one of these game stores, they, they need a giant Yeah, platform. there's a special table. And how many, build. like, do four people play? Like, how many people? can. I mean, in general, it's just one-on-one. Okay. But there are massive, and and even if me, if if I fought you. Right. And we used just a basic (laughs) uh, army. Yeah. You know, a hundred point, like, I forget the point totals. But something that that you could reasonably be expected to have. Like, that a 12-year-old plus his buddy might have made that army together. Right, right. That's still a two-hour battle. Right, right, you because have to measure everything out with a ruler. You have to, you know, I move everyone. With like, a yeah, with yeah tape, it's all tape measured. The tape whole measure? game is tape measured. Just because of line of sight? Is that line what I'm, am I correct? And then, yeah, you need line of sight, but then also every weapon has a different distance. In, okay. That's in inches. So, you're, so do they have like D&D books? Yeah. That oh, have all books, the rules? They okay. have every, could they sell you it? They've made it. Right. Okay. <laughs> like, right. So you, there's charts in the books which tell you the distance of, of your dude or the your- Dime's Workshop Company is excellent at making money, Jackie. <laughs> well, their business way metal. to process pure nerdism into English pound sterling. <laughs> Are they British? Is it a British <laughs> oh, company? <laughs> British company. They're, uh, they're in, in London and it's all fucking- They money, are man. dipped, man. They know how to do it, too. Well, but here's what I was told about- about the game part of it is that yes. everybody has the reason well, you told take, that I'm horrible at it because oh. you should have been that should have been <laughs> well, in well everybody well you know cuz Andy said that he used to play it and and he just all I when I told him that you were into Warhammer 40k he was like no the worlds are amazing what they did is they created this orc oh yeah the, the world demon world yeah and then and then what they did, the next version was 40,000 years in the future and so it's they all could crazy put it in dark space, space. It's, it's based on the, the space setting is based on, um, like, uh, the idea is like, it's, it's, they kept the medieval mindset. Okay. So the, the, the human empire is a horrible place with an emperor and it's like really Wait, isn't religious. Isn't the emperor and, a vampire? Uh, yeah. He's a vampire. And he's They're not been, good people. Even good guys are bad. <laughs> but, oh, so everybody's like, just mine a was the, the Imperial Guard was my army. They're and like was, the and are they troops. human? Yeah, they're humans. Okay. They have some mutants and shit in there and some okay. experiments, but they're basically <laughs> human. They, there's two armies that the, that the human empire have. They have the space marines, which are basically a, a Captain America in an Iron Man suit. Okay. He's geti- genetically engineered and then he also has power armor on. Okay. And those guys are like the, the, the main, those are what Warhammer would like you to buy. They're kind of the, the Spider-Man of their universe. Oh, okay. Like, they, they want you to buy, and they're the, the people that every young kid goes, space marines! Like, they're the one. But yeah, the word space marines makes me want right. to just go fight something. Yeah, so, it's awesome. <laughs> as all nerdery goes, yep. if there's the obvious John Cena nerd thing that you're all supposed to buy. What's John Cena? Well, he's like the big WWE wrestler okay. that all the kids are supposed to root for. Hulk Hogan from our era. Okay, there we go. But if you're going to be, but then there's also that nerd personality that goes, ooh, Hulk Hogan, that's who the, the WWF yeah. is pushing on me. I'm going to be a fan of Macho Man. You okay, know what I mean? Like right. there's, there's that nerd Pepsi drinking, right. Burger King eating, number two, <laughs> what else is out there? Right. I'm not going to like Batman. I'm going to like Nightwing mentality. Right, right. So that was me. You can and, get and, super yeah. specific as to what your nerd dorkdom yeah, is. So yeah. I was like, I don't want this space marine thing. Ooh, look, what's that army? So there's a second army called the Imperial Guard. They are the humans. They don't have space armor. They don't have, they're just dudes with guns trying to fight these aliens. Oh, okay. So they're just an army. They're all conscripted okay. from horrible worlds that like, if they find like one, there's a chaos force that mutates everyone. And if the Inquisition of the Empire finds one shred of chaotic uh, like one mutant Gene? on the planet, they will orbit strike the entire world and destroy it. Okay. Because they have to keep mutations out of their empire. Because those mutants aren't just X-Men mutants. Those mutants have been, they got mutated by worshiping some kind of Cthulhu kind of god. Oh, okay. And if we don't, if we don't destroy the whole planet, then that, 
that's another chaos. Welcome world. to the Dork right. Forest, where you have referenced like nine different worlds from WWE to Cthulhu right. to X Men to Batman. Well, what I'm saying, this, <laughs> these awesome. Games Workshop people, have, they have made this. I'm just saying, why weren't you world. on the show eight years ago? Uh, we tried. Uh, we, we have tried. tried. We have been trying for at least two years. <laughs> the very first bridge town. We were know, talking about doing this. Totally. I think I was too hungover in the hotel, so right. I didn't get to do it. Right. <laughs> all good. All good. Uh, so, anyways, uh, the Imperial Guard is. Uh, basically they're based on the Russians at Stalingrad. Like there's a guy called the commissar that just can shoot a guy in the head to improve morale. Oh, like okay. if somebody's going to desert, you just shoot him. And the the look of the soldiers is based on World War II. So okay. like they're sci-fi World War II. Oh, cool. So they have tanks that look like a World War One World War II tank, but then it has plasma guns and fucking rail guns and shit. Right, right, right. And then they have like your regular grunt who looks like an English Tommy from 1945. Okay. But he's got an awesome laser gun and like, sure. So, so they're basically their their space World War Two is uh, that's is, awesome. What's their awesome. color scheme? Uh, well, there's many different regiments of the Imperial Guard. Okay, so the ones I chose to paint are kind of the basic uh, uh, Imperial Guard called the Cadians, which are sort of like they look like the British Army. Okay, there's also the Catachan Jungle Fighters, which are based on the '80s action movie version of Vietnam. <laughs> like pretty much, like <laughs> they all look like. The guys in Predator. Like, they're all muscle. They all have fucking headbands and shit. They look like halfway between the Predator Strike Force and Apocalypse. <laughs> like, so those are the Catachan Jungle Fighters. Right. I don't play them. I play the Cadians. I, I did some modifications. I use Space Marine Scouts as my sergeants. Like, I've done a lot of things. And I painted a damn good army. Like, yeah. I painted, the, the, like, a Union Jack color scheme on all their flags. Okay. I've got a, a, a group of Grey Knights, which are, like, Space Marine types that can fight with the guard. And I painted them, like, medieval knights. Can you send me a picture of one of the a, I'll, a good yeah, I'll send you a picture yeah. of the whole thing. Yeah. But, unfortunately... I found that I'm not good at the game. The actual so game itself. So I finally itself. assembled this well-painted army that I, to this day, can stare at and, and feel satisfaction <laughs> from having painted sure. beautiful miniatures. Although I must say, I must take a, ti- a tiny side uh, thing. One of the things that, that Games Workshop publishes is a magazine called White Dwarf. Okay. And that is the magazine for the hobbyist of Warhammer. Okay. But what it really is is their professional painters showing off and making you cry. So oh, basically right. you buy the new oh. White Dwarf as this sort of like uh, Warhammer porn. Yeah. But then you look at – their painters are incredible, Jackie. Like right. they're like they're if like Michelangelo one... got paid by some British toy oh. company to paint fucking Space Marines and Chaos Be- Lords. Because yeah. I was looking at some of the images of these things. It's beautiful. They're gorgeous. And the detail because these guys are only like an inch tall, some yeah. of them, right? Yeah, you can pay with a magnifying glass if you get the facial features right. It's insanity. It, and, and, and pretty and, good, right? And you, well, when I look at what they do, oh so there's God. like one hair on on the on a brush or something. Yeah, and and you're like, okay, well, I have to get this insignia yeah. you sit right. There and, all day, just with your hands like carpal tunnel factory, right? Yeah. Just hunched yeah. over. Yeah, with a like microscope. some fourteen year old kid next to you going, "Were you on Ferguson?" <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> you're like, get off me. That 14-year-old kid who will go on to destroy your army right. with a horribly painted mishmash force that right. he cobbled together in study hall. Now, why is get, that? Because he knows all the rules. Okay. Ha- there is that, a mindset. Do it. I'm a right brain guy. I don't have a lot of math skills. I can't play chess. Right. I can paint. I yeah. can make music. Right. <laughs> like, so the the painting side, I got pretty good at. Now, not as good as these guys in the magazine who are right. just like, oh, my God. It's like you just figured out fucking uh, – your first Nirvana song, and right. then the guy in the magazine's like, "Watch me play Van Halen." You know, right? Like, like that's what it feels like to be right. painting. Yeah. So anyway, I play these kids, and here's the mixture of people, the people that play the game, though. That's a left brain mentality. Okay. That, so it's like ex military guys who fucking learn the von Clausewitz and shit. Oh right. Then like fourteen year old math like nerds, Axis and allies, yeah, who and... have min maxed their their army because they've just yeah. poured over the book in bed every night right. while they're not getting laid. Oh, so, they oh sit right. Around and, and they go. Hmm. And so they're buying new characters because every year Warhammer creates new new and they retcon and reboot everything so your codex is no good. There's these codexes yeah. that have all the rules for your army. Yeah. And in order to keep because so okay, say you're me and you've painted your Imperial Guard, you bought five tanks, you bought everything that's reasonable to buy. Yeah. You have all of the miniatures painted. So how are they going to get any more money out of me? Right, well, right. four years down the road, we'll re-release all new miniatures, and then we'll change the rules. So your right, old you, rule book is obsolete now. And We're you, in fifth you can't edition. be in any sort of tournament either, right? Because no, you can't. 
it's it is an insidious it is next to improv lessons for total (laughs) scientology ripoff because like because the the next generation of every of of every little dude is slightly more powerful so if you play that old old army you're gonna get wiped off the planet all the rules on you like oh uh well okay um Blood angels can no longer infiltrate. You know, they'll have just some fun. And so your whole strategy, too. These little kids that beat the shit out of me every week. Yeah, yeah. They all have these cheesy strategies that they've developed from looking in the book and going, hmm, seems here if I put all my points towards infiltration <laughs> and foregoed this, the grenades that the unit is issued with yes. and then made them around a tech priest, we can then give that bonus to all of them and then I'll field six of these units and no las cannons and I'll destroy them all. <laughs> and that kid spent five lunchable packs worth of, of eating right. time right, to right. come Doing up it. with this thing. Yeah. And then he basically just does the Warhammer equivalent of fools mating you. So you have a 12 year old kid who's like the Kasparov of right. the Blood Angels. Right. And he's uh, fucking just making mincemeat out of your beautifully painted British tribute army. Right. So, <laughs> right. so what you have is a beautifully painted tribute army, and, yeah. and, and they are just swallowing yeah, And I'm the just books. going, so I'll just buy guns for all of them? Like, I have no idea. My mind just doesn't, even when I played D&D, my fighter was just a fun guy to play and play the game. He right. wasn't min-maxed. I didn't know whether I had the right dual-wielding bonus. I just wanted to fight with two swords. Right. You know, like Then you play with a guy like Brian Baldinger, who's a, another yeah, role-playing yeah. guy who's also in Comedy World. Is he a min-max guy? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Jared Logan and I played with him, and uh, he is a min-max machine. Jared Logan's doing the next show. Oh, Logan. Oh, dude. You, you got all the good dorks. Yeah. <laughs> like, Logan and I, are, are, we may play some role-playing uh, this summer. I play I play uh, 3.5 Eberron uh, once a month, and then I play Pathfinder every okay, couple Pathfinder, of months. Okay, Pathfinder Logan plays. I haven't played RPG role-playing. The, well, and I used to play time. Champions, and I was in a... Um, that's like min-max city, Champions, right? I mean, yeah, that's almost like you need a math degree. No, yeah, totally. I, I was like, I am, just tell me how many dice to roll. Just tell me how many, <laughs> just give me the graph and tell me how to do it. But a lot of Andy's friends are, you know, he said that this is what, this is what he's, we've mostly weeded out the min-max guys because I don't want to play with those guys because they're just, they're gaming the system and I just want to play. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun. Right, right. And, you know? and he just wants to have fun and you're like, if you're going to get mad, if you lose, just don't right. play. <laughs> Go find someone else that you can. I mean, and then you're gonna gloat. And I was like, you can gloat. Pers- but- like, there's a lot of things in in a in a in a game, and and some people's personalities aren't the let's get involved in a cool story and try to use our True. brains to solve this problem. There is the. I just I, I I'm a total munchkin. I just want to kick open a door, k- yeah. kill somebody, and then roll the body. I want to do the silly voice I made up. Right. Yeah, oh, you like, want to do the like, character? Yeah, I want to do some. I want to go into town and try to find the bad guy, and and you know, I want to do some Sherlock Holmes in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, uh, yeah, yeah. I kind of like that aspect of the game. And you know, when I when I was a dungeon master, when I was in junior high and high school, what were you I, playing? Three basic. Oh, I, yeah. I played Mistara. Okay. Because uh, I played the rule cyclopedia, just the basic fighters are fighters, no law- lawful is lawful. Uh, well, what Elger version all- was it? Was it, it was uh, just advanced? Rule cy- no, not advanced. Uh, rule cyclopedia, basic D and D. Okay, yeah, I don't, started I never out even... with the red book, then the blue book, and then you, you all the companion set. Yeah, yeah. They were like late eighties. They were basically the original Gygax rules carried away through level thirty six, and they had a really good. Uh, they had probably the best source books that D and D ever made. It was called the Mistara series. They were the Gazetteers, and you can get them on on for free in a torrent now. I mean, right. TSR doesn't exist anymore, so you're not really stealing from anybody. Uh, but they're the best. They and the, aren't, they, aren't they owned by Wizard of the Coast? Yeah, but they don't. All that stuff's out of print. Oh, like, they you, haven't released these are from it. 1985. Okay. Like, so you know, Mistara series. Mistara. It's uh, it's really great. It's the best. It's the best art direction. The best source books they ever they ever did, and the rules were the simplest ever to run. They were this basic rule cyclopedia okay. that was the easiest. Uh, so that's what I ran because I didn't want to get bogged down in whether you're. Your monk slash assassin, multi-class, dual-wielding half-elf with his racial bonus. I don't give a fuck. I don't want right. to do that. Right, right. You're a fighter. Right. You're a sword. Well, let's get this <laughs> mission going. You right, know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, there's, but there's, there's so many different ways. Like, I, I, I don't read any of them. I don't read any of the books. And I play uh-huh. with these guys who, it's sitting next to their bed. You know, they're 45-year-old men who are like, 
well, I'm going to read uh, that chapter about uh, about uh, cleric spells. And uh, yeah, I never, I couldn't even do that when I was the age where that was appropriate. Even at 13, I couldn't do that. I don't think that there's <laughs> you know, a. Like, well, I mean, the thing is, is I mean, they're into the storyline, the background, and what, what what it all and how it was all created. So, read a novel. That's what I have to say. No, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they if that's get what to make it do. safe space, brother. Safe space. They get to do whatever they want. Yeah, and uh, yeah. But if you don't want them to, that's fine. But it's like no, I'm just they, saying that if I'm going to, I like that sort of thing too. But, but I would rather some amazing do it. I don't want to do it either. Wrote a cool story than just read back. Which is what dry they think. Source books. That's stuff. what they think it is. They think it's a cool author who's written a thing. I don't want to read it either. Yeah. But the thing is, is if you if and I'm psyched they've read it because I'm sitting around and I'm like, well, what can this guy do? And I get two different perspectives from <laughs> the five people I'm playing with because they've swallowed the damn books because they, right. they read it. It's written in, under yeah, their eyelids. Right, like, right. Because I they read those books like I read fiction and reread the fiction like the great fiction that I've always loved. I reread I those never books. found I mean cuz a source book doesn't have a story. I mean maybe it I has like it does. I think I, I like I've I, read a ton of them. Like right. when I was but like I just But the Eberron world like they're constantly telling me about the gods and the and the and the and the and part of it may maybe part of it they're making up a story. No, I just mean in the source book itself right, the right. way it's written is like this is the city. This, these are the gods. The priesthood has three sects. There is the, the High Templar. Right. But there Maybe. isn't. Mike goes into the High Templar and he right. kills the dude. Now he's wanted for murder. Like, right. that's what isn't there. Right. So maybe, maybe they're writing that story as they read those things. Well, we're the story. I mean, the, the right. RPG but, is supposed to be the story. Right. But they're, but they play the game. So maybe right. they're the story in yeah, that exactly. book when they're okay. doing it. So, so maybe that's, just absorbing background material. Right. Cause I don't know what they get out of it. It's more rich. Right. Okay. For them. And that's fine. Right. What I find more rich is that they've read the damn books and I don't and have you don't to. have to. Right. And yeah. it's so great because then the game can be the the game can be that it can be that great because it everyone right. brings especially like in D like I like D and D the best. And I, this one D and D game, we've been playing it for ten years. How old what level is your person? Or have you gone uh, I am a uh, I think I'm a sixteenth level, so I'm like That's I'm, amazing for um, D and D. Well I and mean, the monsters are I've never met a set more of a, more than a seventh level character. Well, and, I never met anyone who Andy's got that the, far. Andy's the game master and uh he said it's impossible. You guys are gods, you're superheroes, and I have to find enemies for you. Yeah, sixteenth level fighter is just like like I'm, you know. I'm a shadow dancer and a um and a and a rogue and so um an archer and so all sniper all sniper all and 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 a great tumbling and I have four arms and I can jump I over go people. bashy boy oh, single wield sword guy I, I got, mean always Kevin, I, Kevin Flanagan is a um uh, War, Warcraft, War, Buttercup. What the fuck? I named him because when I first started playing D and D, I didn't. We found this witch in the middle of the woods, and they said, "Well, you have three questions." That's and where I, they live. And I said, uh, <laughs> "And I said, how tall are you?" And Andy goes, "That's one question." <laughs> and I was like, "No, I'm so sorry. I was just riffing." Was just, <laughs> the other three oh, just you looked at me like, "Not time for funny, Jackie." <laughs> right. The hilarity <laughs> put it on hold, Kish. <laughs> and, and so I've learned. And then, like one time, we were in the jungles of this of this monster country and we ran into these um these like slee stack like dudes and so the slee stack goose had aging arrows and they aged some of the and so our cleric had to like reverse that but i picked up some aging arrows to use on i was like well i'll use it on them that's what i'll do and right. so the next th- thing that we run into is a baby dragon and i was like should i shoot it with an aging arrow and three people go no and andy game master goes if you want to because how would you know instinctively that dragons become more powerful and smarter the well, older they get? You might just use simple size. That well, tiny the, dragon, a, a tiny is dragon much versus easier. a giant yeah. magical powerful Godzuki dragon. and Godzilla. I mean, I think that would be the image that that would have guide right. me <laughs> to not shooting the baby you, you dragon with the aging like, era. I know. Well, I didn't. I didn't shoot the. Or if you era. watch Game of Thrones in reverse, <laughs> and you can see how <laughs> the dragons shrink down to a manageable egg. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I don't think I thought of it that way. Yeah. I know. I just, I was like, you know, cause my whole thing when I play these games, did I'm you like, guys Dude. get team wiped? Uh, we almost died. We've almost died. Like one time Lee couldn't How, come. how hardcore is your, is your game master on death? Does he, if you're dead, you're dead or does he fudge it or like- he, he, he's, uh, he's pretty forgiving except for that he, I'm the Pathfinder game that I'm in is with Eric as the game master and he wants us to die. 
he's, he's that like, guy. He's, he's that he's guy. He's sadistic he's, boy. He like, wants, he's like, no, well, you're probably going to die here. And then he's trying. And Don't you thing, just feel like ants with a magnifying glass over <laughs> you with that sort of dungeon master? I don't, yeah, I've only played, and then I, the other one was, uh, the champions game, and that was with, um, I was Phil and, and Jim, but it was, and the science on that one was amazing. It was like the, the, he had created the science fiction world. So I do think like the game master makes the whole experience different from one oh, person. Oh, of course. No, actually the, everything is secondary to who your game master is. Yeah, like nothing else matters. Cause you could play, I could play like something that interests me not at all, like Cthulhu. <laughs> okay. With a great dungeon master and yeah. have a great time. The part and I can play the DC universe you with my own classic versions of every character set in a city of my choice <laughs> with a bozo dungeon master and hate my life. Right. <laughs> you know what and I mean? Just go, like, I just wasted you know, three hours. Yeah. Like, like it's all just the personality. Yeah. And because I, so what's I, your favorite? My favorite what? Uh, game master kind of. Game they're, master. They're, they're, I, they think, run it. I think that my own way of doing it is a little soft and I need, if I, if I ever did it again, I, I, I oh, let him live too much. Cause I was game mastered. I never played. Okay. Like I was always the key, GM when I, cause nobody okay. else would do it. Oh, and I enough. had the books. So I was, had, like, I had to be the guy and I could do voices and I could do improv and stuff to make right, it right. fun. Right. And so you like the story part of it too. Cause you I got did. to write the story. I think I, I let him, I think I let him fudge rolls too much. I think I let him live too much. I should have been a little meaner. harder. Yeah. I don't think I should have been that guy that you had, like basically, you know, now will you die? Now how will I kill you? Like, I don't, I don't want to be that guy. Right. But and I felt like I bad. probably, there should have been a little more element of, I think they got a little cocky. Cause oh, right. I, you know, and I, I feel like there should have been a couple more brushback pitches. I should have thrown a little more fucking, uh, Bob Gibson at him. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they should have. I don't been know it. who Bob Gibson is. Bob Gibson is, was a, a, a 1960s St. Louis Cardinal uh, pitcher who would just throw it right at your head. Okay. Because that was cool back then. Cause it's like, Oh, you're getting a little cocky batter. Yeah. It's coming at your head. Move. Okay. So I felt like if no one ever dies. Right. Then they never get that. They're like, oh, well, this DM just wants to play, and he's so thankful the players are at his living room eating right. his chips right now that he's just going to let us fucking, uh, you know, um, I didn't know that the orc was over there, so I feel like I should probably get like a reroll, you know? Yeah, that's, like, you know? yeah. So it wasn't you that were, bad, you were, but I felt like I should have been a little harsher. Right, right. Well, I think that's a, le- it's a learned skill, too. It's a middle it's ground. To, right. I mean, and there's, there's ways to learn how to play the damn game. Like, cause ever, I never played board games or anything until uh-huh. I met Andy. There was, I am the youngest of six. The only board games we played were Nightmare, Sibling Rule, Monopoly. Awful Monopoly. To, everyone cries. Yeah. Every, all we're trying to do is hurt your feelings. I love that. Worse. Did you see the Kings of Summer? I didn't. There's a great scene in that movie. I'm not going to spoil it, but right. where a Monopoly game is used Who's for, uh, well, uh, Nick Offerman is in it. Okay. Uh, well, some of com- comedians we know, Hannibal and Kamel have little cameos, but, okay. but it's a really good movie. Uh, Jordan Vote Roberts directed it. And there's a, but the point is there's a Monopoly game that is a metaphor for horrible tensions between the characters oh and God. it gets really ugly <laughs> and it's a beautiful scene that uses Monopoly to, uh, right. <laughs> to really fuck with people. It's, right. So ever since it's, uh, that sounds awesome, but the, the, um, the way that I've learned how to play games, and the way that I've I've watched different people run games has been its own learning experience. Well, and that's where Warhammer is different because it isn't a role playing game. It's what? a war game. It's there is just no a board GM. game. So the Min Maxer wins because he's Min and it's just me versus you, right? Or me and a friend versus you and a friend. Right. It's just a battle. Right. And so it isn't, like, there is a real RPG version of Warhammer if you choose to play it. Right. But the main game is just me versus you, my army versus your army. And it's almost one at the beginning when you've chosen your force. Okay. So deciding what points to spend where is where you win. Okay. And when you actually get into, and now are there, there's a lot of, of dice rolling just like anything else. Right. So you could have some massive tank and some lowly dude rolls a fucking 20 or whatever you yeah. need and he blows up your tank and right. that's possible okay it's kind of like risk in that way where you've had this great it's not as ridiculous as risk yeah. where there's almost no strategy at all and you could have two slot machines play each have other you played and that would risk be risk legacy have you played that one no that's the one where you can only play it 15 times because the world changes you put stickers and stuff and you x out 
Oh, like I the next time you play, you're like, that. well, the Ukraine is no longer there. We're well, sorry, that would be it. accurate now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I well, think that would time. be, uh. <laughs> right. There's trouble. There's trouble yeah. in the Ukraine. I should have mentioned something yeah, else. I, I just hope Kupchaka so isn't next. I mean, right. if you look at yeah. <laughs> the way geopolitics works, Irkutsk, I'm worried for. Right. <laughs> exactly. But the, uh, um, but it's, but that's interesting. And then the, um, what about the terrain? Like the terrain is all you terrain? buy it. You can buy it. They'll sell. They will sell you anything. Right. They will sell you extra hats. They they will sell whatever right. you feel you will need. Mm-hmm. And then you know um, because if it's just a board, then it's all flat terrain. And it's not all flat terrain. Well, I mean, yeah, you could do it a couple different ways. You could just have different elevation markers or whatever. Okay. But usually, it's somebody bought a hill. Somebody right. bought a thing, and you. And then, of course, at the battle bunker down in Westminster, yeah, they've got. The whole nine yards. There's right, it's castles, like a, it's, it's like a train dork who's, yeah. who's got. Who's oh yeah, tiny no, that element and... is in there too. I mean, yeah. like, it's like an omni hobby that's just swallowed up other nerderies yeah. into its maw, and it, it will satisfy any urge you have to be someone in the basement. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like whatever, yeah. whatever you feel you need to do while you play Peter Gabriel Genesis, yeah. they they will have <laughs> they have that for you. That is available yeah. now. Okay, so we're at. I, I wanted to because I never played this, which is the Star okay. Wars Old Republic I played online. It last night. <laughs> so, oh, fair yeah. enough. Now, is that is it like uh, Warcraft, where yes. you, it's a monthly? Yes. Oh well, no. There's you can play it free now. Uh, yeah. It's free to play. There is you. I've been a subscriber since it launched, so it's. I get. I feel the subscriber miles better. Fifteen bucks a month, you get everything. Right. Star Wars: The Old Republic Online RPG. Yes. And it's for your PC. Or yes. is it, can you play it on the PS3? No, it's, uh, okay. it's a PC game. Okay. Uh, it's free to play now. Um, there are, they just released, uh, I would, I kind of lost interest in, they added a new, the basic, the basic core of the game is a Star Wars version of World of Warcraft kind okay. of game where you, you, but it's fully voiced and it's fully cinematic. So they did voiceover and huh. each class has its own story. So there's four classes on the Empire, four classes on the Republic. It's set thousands and thousands of years in the past where they can do whatever they want with the story. Awesome. Yeah. But they've used the art direction so it all looks like Star Wars. So you still get to play awesome. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, even though yes, technically it's thousands of years ago, but your TIE fighter basically looks like a TIE fighter. Right. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's slightly different. The so wings is it are curved. Space battles or yes, is it planet battles? Both. Okay. There's uh and they just added a thing this year that has renewed me and a lot of people's interest in the game. Yeah. Which is called an expansion called Galactic Starfighter. So that now, in addition to your regular RPG walking around fighting PvP, whatever you okay. want to do, there is a 8-on-8 and 12-on-12 uh, Twitch combat space battles with a starfighter that you get to level up. And you could be a bomber or an wow. interceptor. or a, And it's really arcade combat where you just, you're just you flying your thing around shooting the other people. And uh, Are you great. flying through terrain or are you, you flying fly through, through space? space. There, space. There's, there's three different – there's – um. There's one scenario where you have to capture these three satellites yeah. and hold them for longer than the other team. And okay. then defense turrets appear around the satellites. And uh, you, they have 12 ships and you have 12 ships and you're talking to each other and fighting. It's, it's pretty great. And, and, and so then, are you on headphones? Ta- like If you want. You know, okay. you, you don't have to do the headphone thing, right. but it's there if you want it. Right, right. If, if you know somebody or yeah. you, you want to meet people or whatever. Yeah. And so you're part of a... You can Probably be in like a guild, guild or, or if, yeah. if you, I'm not, I just, I've never had enough time to devote to the game yeah. to have a guild because I don't com- bring the computer on the road with me. Right. So if my guild mates were like, why aren't you in the raid? I'm like, cause I'm in the funny bone. Right. <laughs> you know, like, right. Cause it's all, cause the desktop yeah. works better than a laptop anyway. Right. Yeah. I, I play on a laptop though, but I'm not okay. going to bring that massive laptop when I have an iPad. I just, all right. I don't want to fly with it. Yeah, yeah. It's so when I get of... home, my Star Wars is waiting for me. Right. And is and it I... key command? Key or... command with a mouse. Okay. Um, and my guys, I have a Jedi Guardian is my main dude. He's okay. like, the, the, and it's funny that it's all voiceover. So your guy talk or your woman, you can yeah. have either, sure. they all talk the same. So when you're in a group conversation, since the same voice actor plays the Jedi, yeah. there's like four people that look differently. If, if you've all picked the same character class, right. they but all some, talk the same. They all so talk that's weird. the same. That is weird. But, uh, so the, on the Republic side, you can be a trooper, which is basically the clone trooper guy. Okay. He's not a clone, but he has the white armor. And yeah. then there's, a smuggler is your basic Han Solo kind of archetype. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you've got two kinds of Jedi. There's the Sage, who's more Force powers, more Yoda-ish, okay. and the Guardian, which is more uh, um, fight with the sword-ish. Right, right. On the Empire you side, you pick Guardian. 
I pick Guardian. Yep, Same bashy boy guy that I've always been in every game. My <laughs> friend James like makes fun of me. Like, have you made your uh, your fist fighter yet, John? You <laughs> done that? Your lawful good fist fighter? That's Making all, all those light side choices, are you, John? <laughs> like, it, it, Andy insists that his buddy Phil only plays ninjas in every game. He's like, I don't care if we're in space. I don't care if we're in the past. Your character is a ninja. And my friend James always plays snipers. He's, he's snipers? All, all points in sniping. <laughs> whatever the fuck it is, he likes to hide in bushes and shoot people. <laughs> <laughs> and I know somebody's always, always stealth. That's hilarious. But uh, so on the Empire side, you can be bounty hunter. Okay. Uh, Bubba Fett. Yeah. Uh, Sith warriors, basically Darth Vader. Sith okay. Marauder is or Sith. Darth um, Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul, or you can be the Emperor. See, each class splits into two. Okay. Uh, later on, so you can specialize a little more. Your Han Solo guy can either be stealth or he can be gunslinger. Okay. Uh, your yours. Sith guy can either be the Emperor with a bunch of lightning or Darth Maul with a double blader. Right. So, uh, and then there's Imperial Agent, which, oh, cool. uh, who's like basically their version of the smuggler is Imperial Agent with oh, a sniper right, right. rifle mm-hmm. who also can stealth. The stories are pretty cool. Um, every scene is fully voiced. So like when you get into like in, in when a typical MMO, when you would click on a quest thing yeah. and there's a, a question mark and then you read your thing that you don't even care about and you yeah. just skip because fuck cool. it. Where do I, what do I click on? Right. Star Wars tries to make that one step more interesting by putting an actual scene with actors walking around and talking. Okay. And it works for the most part. Like, well, once I've gone through the quest month. once, I don't need to see the scene again. But I watch all the, I watch all the cutscenes. But how many, if, how many people are playing? Like, if there's a, if, well, if on, the a, on is... any given server on the Republic fleet, which is usually where you're standing around if you're Republic, it's about 163 people and then, the starter worlds will have like 80 or 90 on them at any given time. And okay. the pops, the, the starfighter battles pop every couple minutes. Like if you're queued for a, yeah. for a starfighter battle, it comes up like that. You know, they, they, they launched a little ambitious and they thought it was going to be a bigger hit than it was, but they figured out the right server size. Now they got a stable population and it's yeah. growing again. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Who, I, ma- who makes it? Uh, Bioware and Electronic Arts. Okay. So it's basically a sequel to Knights of the Old Republic, which was, uh, right, right. an RPG for the console. Yeah. So it's got, it's set like a hundred years afterwards, but it has some of the same characters. But that's my, like, that's my, like, when I was a kid, I'd played Star Wars action figures. Like, that's yeah. what I like to do. So now at 40, I play virtual Star Wars action <laughs> figures. But it's the same Why thing, not? you know. Look, yeah. I got a new armor for my Sith Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you just know? go for it. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the, so, it's so great. Okay. Um, yeah, so, uh, I just wanted to know about, cause that, that, that business model is so crazy to me. Cause Warcraft was like $9.95 a month, and but a million people were playing a month yeah. or something insane, right? Well, a lot of that was Asian people that play in internet cafes, though. There's another business model over there was, so when they would say like 7 million subscribers, 5 million of those were in Singapore in an internet cafe. And right. It was a but were murky. they all given 10 bucks a month? Ah, or the cafe was, or okay. I don't know. Like, okay. I don't know exactly how that was. Oh, worked. right, right. So if the cafe is a you don't have to. Yeah, um, I think it. I don't know. I don't. I've, I've never been to Singapore uh, with the expect purpose of playing video games. <laughs> so have you I been to Singapore? Know. Never been anywhere. Oh, okay. I know there's a lot of Far East stand-up tours that are popping up. I'm now, going though. to. Are Hong you doing Kong. it? You're doing a Hong Kong? Yeah, Is that yeah. the one at Delmian? Uh, Tom Rhodes just did it. Okay, and uh, it may it, be the same it, run. Ryan I Stout. Know. I don't know. There's okay. different. There's different runs, and then there's going to be some comedy festival, I guess, in September in. Okay. In, in Hong Kong. Hey, Hong Kong listeners, uh, go find <laughs> Chad Daniels in September to instead of comedy. You should see Chad Daniels though if you're at, in Hong at Kong. Ever, every, everywhere. Everywhere you always, go. Yeah. Uh, whatever Chad Daniels <laughs> is talking out of his joke hole, go look at that. Cause that's good times. And then so let's talk about comic books because yes. that's, that's the basic. I mean, that's, that, the, that's, that's your... what started it all. I was three years old. I mean, I was a Doctor Who fan from like, 11. Mm-hmm. But I was a comic book fan from, I saw, uh, my first comic book on the newsstand under the Loyola L stop in 1979. Right. I was five years old and it looked like Green Arrow was going to kill Batman on the cover and I needed to know if it whether was that happen. happened or not. Yeah. <laughs> so I got my dad to buy it for me. I had to pick one. Mm-hmm. My dad would only buy one. So I would have to sit there and fucking in an excruciating, what had to be very annoying for my father. Right. He's going to teach me fiscal responsibility, but the cost is his patience. Right. <laughs> so and time. Now you get to stand mm-hmm. there while I go, this one or this one or this, this one, one or this, this one. one. <laughs> so, uh, he did instill in me, uh, that, because to this day, I don't, I don't buy a whole lot of them every month. Right. You know, my friends are like, I gotta drop off, 
you know, I gotta stop buying so many. I'm like, well, why don't you just buy the ones you like? Didn't your father make you stand in a train station? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, what yeah. if I like all of them? Yeah, John that's Ryan. not an option. And, uh, it uh, turns out it is an option. And, uh, you just yeah, it's called out, work at a comic book store. It, right, it's called, <laughs> that's the option. It's I called work figure at out how now. to make another hundred and fifty dollars a month so that I can buy all the comic books I want. That's what my dad used to. He was like, well, I gotta go find a hundred bucks. By the way, you only ask once where someone finds a hundred dollars, and then you go good luck and then you never, <laughs> and then you just accept that there's they're not be doing, they're not money caves they're not money caves because that's you, D&D is based on the idea that there are money caves and if right. you need another hundred gold there's you go a secret a cave full of dragon shards if anybody needs to go into Drome okay go so Wait. yeah, I, I bought that comic book and then I never stopped. I, well, I did stop. I didn't buy really comics much in high school. Yeah. And I didn't buy them. And then at the middle of college, I got back into them and then dropped it again. And so I've been in and out, but I've been pretty steady for the last six or seven years. Well, and the good thing about comic books now is that you can sort of keep up with the story, even if you, cause you, I There's mean, trades. I'm sure you want to see the art, right? Yeah. I mean, but I like the story too. I probably go more for writers. Like, I mean, well, do, do, now do you think that? Because I, I, I heard that this is somebody was saying saying this. Lee, I don't know who the hell it was, but uh, was saying that it used to be all about the artist back in the the sixties and seventies, and now it seems to be that the, I think it's the always writers. been half and half. Because Has if it? you think about, well, in terms of the appeal of the characters, I mean, no, no. It, no. Uh, in in par- f- like fame wise, like did oh. people know who the writers were? Did people well, know who Stan the artists Lee, were? I see. This is what I don't really get about that. You can say that all you want, but Stan Lee was absolutely more famous than Jack Kirby or Steve Ditko. He right. talked to you on the cartoon. Which he one? He said okay. Excelsior to you. He talked to you like he was your buddy. And like, is Stan Lee the writer or is he, he was the, the artist? Writer. Okay, and like, Jack Kirby's the artist. Yeah, and Jack okay. Kirby made them look all the way they do. Right. The Fantastic Four are memorable because of their blue suits, not because of whatever fucking words Lee put in their mouth. Right. But... I don't know if that's necessarily true because Stan Lee was far and away the most famous figure in comic books. There's just, it's just no disputing it. Yeah. He, he makes cameos in the movies. Well, now, now for right. sure. But, but I'm yeah. saying that, I mean, I remember he was on Spider-Man and his amazing friends in the morning. Stan Lee, true believers, face front, you know, Excelsior, <laughs> like. Okay. Uh, the worst Stan Lee impression ever done. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> again, another squeaky space. voice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Doesn't have to be accurate. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like the artist do you like the art better than the writing do you it like them? It, it's, they're it's, all the same i like the story being told and, yeah. if, and if one of the leaks weak if one of the links is weak enough it diminishes the enjoyment value like okay i love the graphic novel or whatever it is the trade uh supreme by alan moore okay but the art is and i'm sorry whoever did the art it's horrendous until okay. chris sprouse gets on towards the later issues it makes it, it's still a great story, but it makes it hard to read because I'm like, look yeah. at his fucking thighs. Why are they drawn that way? Right. That being said, there could be some amazing art, like, you know, Tony Harris or P. Craig Russell or whatever. If the story isn't good, I just can't get through yeah, another yeah. page. Some I, things like, are really gorgeous. It's real synergy. Like, it has to be, they both have to be helping. It, it does. And what, one of my favorite things about comic books is how different the art is from, from, from story to story. And even from the same story, if they switch artists, the way the characters look. And I was like, when, like they changed, uh, I think it was Batwoman or, um, and I was like, that's not what she looks like. But then like by the second issue, I was like, no, that's what she looks like. Sure. It's kind of funny <laughs> it because like, like four what people look like, you would think that would be more standard yeah. than it is, that they would have nailed that down. Right, right. But like, but it's kind of aside cool from that it dark isn't. hair, what does Bruce Wayne look like? Right. <laughs> you know right. What he's mean? just like, a white guy handsome. with dark hair. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all. Like and he can it, It's whatever your you version want. of handsome. Every Marvel man is a blonde man around 32. Can you honestly <laughs> tell me why Steve Rogers and Clint Barton look different? Right. Or why either of them look different than Henry Pym or why any of them look different than Warren Worthington. Right. They're the same fucking guy. They just have different clothes is on. Is Warren Worthington the angel? He is the angel. Okay, there you go. Yeah. 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 He's, he's not been in enough X-Men books that I've, you know, I've only been reading them for about 10 years. Okay. And, uh, so. Well, they've been fucking with Angel pretty big time in the last 10 years. Like, he's Archangel. Now he's the Angel of Death. Now he's right. brain is wiped. Right, now but he's the, a young version of himself. Exactly. <laughs> and I think I was in, in on that brain is wiped business, but yeah. there's so many different uh, versions of X-Men that I will only read two of them. Okay. I'm like, screw you. And I can't do – like, I love how Bendis writes, do you? but I don't love how Bendis 
can't end anything. Robert Kirkman, Kirkman introduces me as Bendis. Whenever we're hanging out, if somebody goes to Robert and recognizes him, oh, Robert will hilarious. go, this is Brian Michael Bendis. I'm like, fucking stop. I'm not, I am way younger. I think I'm thinner than Brian Michael Bendis. <laughs> I have never met Brian Michael Bendis. I, I like Powers. I, don't, I love Powers. I don't like his Marvel writing. I really don't. No, I can't. I can't do it. Just because I, I, uh, and this is, I am sorry, Brian Michael Bendis, if you're listening, seems unlikely. Yeah. But here's the thing is if my, my theory has always been if he had written the Avengers movie, the entire movie would have taken place at the shawarma yeah. restaurant. Well, here's the other thing yeah. too. He's he's addicted to last page reveals. So Secret Avengers, which by the way, uh, Secret Invasion, uh, Stan Lee did that story in one issue. Uh, I did the whole story yeah. in one issue. Just did so you, you read, know. Did you read the Invincible, the big war? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it was amazing. It was, yeah, it was like, turns out the war's over. Yeah, and it was one whole great episode yeah. issue of Invincible. There's no reason that you have to draw and like so like every single invasion was blah was, blah was blah blah blah, blah blah last page. Uh, now I'm in town. <laughs> you know, like that yeah. was it. I don't know. I didn't. Like yeah, it. it was well, but it's it's like. Yeah, I, it, uh, it's, it's a, it's your Warhammer, uh, yeah, example. Yeah, I always felt that, like, bad superhero comic book writing, um, and there's certain authors in particular, but I'm not gonna, again, why yeah, trash we do. people. Yeah, because As I just people said, I doing... love Powers, so I, I'm not totally trashing Bendis. No, I just no. don't like the Marvel work. And I, and I, and I love his, he, nobody writes dialogue like that guy. True. It's uh, hilarious Except and the smart. David Mamet, uh, and, uh, Aaron Sorkin that he's emulating, but <laughs> in the comic book world. Or are no. they emulating him? I think, uh, I think, yeah, I think I they could, got a time machine and they read, yeah, <laughs> they went back unlikely. and wrote yeah. Gary Glenn Ross. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, my point being, there's a couple other authors that I don't like. They sell a lot of copies, but I don't really like them. Where I, I, I feel like I was talking to Kirkman about this too. Their version of a superhero comic is if you filmed an eight-year-old playing with his toys in a sandbox yeah. and then transcribed that. Like, right. Here comes Shazam. Oh no, is he going to win? Oh no, here comes Sinestro. Whoa! And yeah. wait, oh no, is that is that Hal Jordan? Oh no! And like then someone's like, okay, then what happens? And then he goes oh, back to the computer with his little mini DV footage of the kid in the sandbox and goes. Shazam from Stage Left, and yeah. then Hal Jordan and Sinestro. I feel appear. like that and was like, the, every '90s book that everybody yeah. keeps wanting me to read. Fuck reads all like that, that shit. It was hard. I just I, if I you want to read something from the '90s. Read Planetary. You did it. Oh, I read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I read that. That was can great. Can I plug cool stuff that I'm yeah, reading? Yeah, that's what right. that's what uh, that's what this is all about now. Okay, uh, Hawkeye. Is the best thing Wait, ever. Hawk guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, so yeah. F- what Aha and Fraction are doing. Yeah. is so far above the rest of the superhero comics that yeah. they're doing Nirvana when everyone else is playing hair metal. I mean, it's, it's that Mad Fraction. I, the I will read almost anything. Visual storytelling is on a level that has not been done since Dave Gibbons, and you need to read that shit. What's Dave Gibbons? Uh, Watchmen. He was the oh artist right, right. Watchmen. Uh, Daredevil. Mark Wade and Chris Sam. Oh yeah. Equally good, visually done book. Yeah. That's all I'm reading in terms of Marvel superhero comics. Just Hawkeye and Daredevil? Yeah, they're the all only right. good ones. I mean, right. I hate to be that, like, they're for the only you, ones that are on you, such a great friend, level that I'm like, fine. artistically, right. I gotta read that. And they're, and I read both of those. Those saga, are amazing. Saga, get into it. Yep. If you're not reading Saga, you're dumb. Uh, uh, there's, you are not dumb if you're not reading Saga. It's excellent, but you're right. not dumb. Maybe you're a smart person that hasn't read Saga yet. <laughs> you just but haven't when you read, read Saga. Saga yet. Saga's you're beautiful. Realize it's amazing. The times that you weren't reading Saga were that, wasted. Maybe, times. maybe you were being dumb. Then. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm trying to say. If you have any interest in really good comic books and you just and you right. chose not to read Saga, yes, it might have not been the smartest. But choice. if you don't read comic books, don't yeah, worry about it. it. If you don't read yeah. it, don't even yeah. start at all. Please keep your life. You're good. Harder than it is. Right, right. Because otherwise there's hoarding. Destroy yourself. Uh These pictures. Do you read electric? Uh, no. Me neither. I don't do it. I read. uh, Oh wait, no, digital. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, I do. And then my phone. I don't read. Um, I don't read hard copy anymore. I I travel everywhere. I can't bring them. I can't own big things. I can't have a, a apartment full of stuff. I don't. I need to do it digitally now. And and also, I'm addicted. To the, to the, the panel view, the, uh, the guided view. You love you it? Zoom in. Oh my God, I love it. Okay. When I first read a comic that had that, I'm like, it's a whole different thing. Ah! Like, All right. you know, like, I cool. love it. Uh, oh, uh, Starlight, the new Mark Millar is okay. very good. And also, I, I like Jupiter's Legacy. And Which one? It's uh, another Mark Millar Miller. I don't know What's how it you called? pronounce Jupiter's Legacy. Jupiter's Legacy. And okay. I don't like. I didn't like Kick Ass. I didn't like Superior. I didn't like Nemesis. I was kind of done with Mark Millar. I didn't like these Kick-Ass. next two. Uh, these ones are these good. ones Starlight are good. and Jupiter's Le- Legacy. Yeah, awesome. I read Invincible still. I think that's gotten good again. I, there was a little bit of a lull, and now I'm back. Right, right. Um, um, I like Earth Two. 
Right. Now that Tom Taylor has taken over, oh, yeah. he's doing some incredible shit. And look, I love Starman. James Robinson was one of my favorite writers. Okay. But I really didn't like what he was doing on Earth 2. It was really long-winded and mm-hmm. took a long, a lot of dialogue, took a long. I, I'm reading get, Huntress and Power Girl in, in. The Paul uh, Levitz one? The, in, in DC. Yeah. And then I'm reading, uh, Animal Man still. It was Is the, that Lemire? It was, yeah, I think so. And it was, uh, L- 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 yeah, I don't know how to pronounce DC, it. DC, I read Astro City. Or that's, Astro that's City's Vertigo, amazing. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's really good. I read uh, all Brubaker all the time. Do you really? Velvet. I haven't gotten, I don't, I don't have enough time and money to read everything. Right, right. I love Ed Brubaker. Oh, if people are Brubaker fans, can I plug, uh, Google John Roy Ed Brubaker. Mm-hmm. I do five minutes of stand up at Meltdown about to bring Ed up and mm-hmm. I do, a whole routine about the Winter Soldier and the Bucky run. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a four-minute stand-up bit that is very specific <laughs> awesome. to Ed Brubaker's writing. Yeah, yeah. And I think if there's fans out there... Did he get to see there, it? Oh, yeah. He was there. Oh, good. Yeah, he, he saw the whole thing. Oh, that's right, because um, you were bringing him up. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's uh, John Roy, Ed Brubaker. I think you'll like it. Right. We didn't even mention I did your podcast, so you have a great podcast. Why don't you tell the people about your oh, podcast? my podcast is called Don't Ever Change. Right. Uh, it's on Feral Audio, or it's just on iTunes, Amazon, whatever. Right, right. Don't Ever Change podcast called Don't Ever Change. We interview comedians about high school. Right. So we've, pro- we've had Jackie on. It's a mm-hmm. really good episode. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of people who I'm sure have been on this podcast. Sure. Too. Just a lot of crossover Moshe stuff. Catcher and, and Kyle Kinane and Matt Bronger and, mm-hmm. and Jonah mm-hmm. Ray and Matt Myra and Sure. Uh, Howard Kramer, Brody Stevens, uh, any black people, uh, any women? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, we've had a lot of women. Any gays? Um, anybody had, without a leg? Uh, Jackie Cation uh, was on. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, uh, Cameron Esposito, do you have uh, We're going to, but we got, we got to reschedule it. But we've had uh, Emily no, Gordon and Aaron McGathy and, uh, Sarah Schaefer has been on and Shelby Farrow. There you Ron go. Funches. I'm just Baron saying there was, a, there was a list of the bearded <laughs> youth movement and I was like, no, no, I get it. And no, I know so, I have a lot I'm just of, kidding. Uh, I was just we have a lot of diversity here. <laughs> it's, it's all good. So, but it was really fun. And so it's a, it's a good pod if you're, if you're looking for. Oh, I um, want to plug one more dorky thing that yeah, I've yeah. been involved in. Uh, it's called Marin in Space. Oh my and, God. Uh, me and James Adomian, uh, took some money that IFC was gracious enough to give awesome. us. Uh, and we filmed a five episode Star Trek, the original series parody with James Adomian playing Mark Marin in the Kirk role. Yeah. And then Mark Marin himself playing the evil Marin from the evil yeah. mirror universe. Oh my God. It was uh, so good. Thank you. But it was they can so look good. At, look and I've, too, I've tweeted space. it and posted it. I will put it in the notes and, um, Marin in space. What are your, what are the comic books at the top of your pull list that every week you go? I'm reading those first. I don't care. And also, do you do that or do you save the the filet mignon and eat the appetizers, I, I or do might, you go ahead and eat the steak and later say, on? Do you really? I might. I uh, I'm always the other way around. Like I I try to do that and be that guy who's gonna keep something to the side and wait. But for the most part, I just devour the cupcake and then I eat the the uh, the crackers later. I just can't uh, I can't do it. I don't have that kind of. Um, I would just like to point out to your listeners that Jackie just pulled out a prodigious stack. I know. It. Well, this <laughs> like, is okay. So, like, I haven't read this Dead Boy Detective thing is pretty fun from okay. Vertigo, and it's just some British uh, youth that have clearly been uh, they were killed at their school and now they solve crimes there. Okay, I'm giving it a shot. This well, is you only- know, stick around the old school, help out a bit, even exactly. if it kills you. Yeah, I'm reading uh, Posein's <laughs> Deadpool, yeah. which has gotten so good. How funny so is good. it? It's you know what. It was too funny, the first six episode arc. Too funny? Yeah, it was too- What do you mean too funny? Too punchy. Too punchy with no story. Not a oh, okay. story, right? It was right? more just gag, gag, gag. Yeah, it was too gaggy. Like, Demadius Giff- Oh, oh, there it is. Oh, man. What a great comic. Yeah, so I, 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 I cannot shut up. What the hell is this? Is this Winter Soldier? Oh, this is Winter Soldier. That's Winter Soldier. Oh, that's the, the, uh, the... Superior Spider-Man. I don't care. Awesome. I don't want any Doc Ock and well, the brain or whatever. You, you like it? Oh, it's, it was, they nailed it. Did man. you like Doc Ock to begin with? Nope. Then, and, so and I haven't somehow... read Spider-Man since I was 14. Huh. So. But the idea Guardians of- Guardians a... of the Galaxy, the movie. Did you see the trailer? I don't And really you probably know. never knew anything about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, We've all been that reading is true. it for about four years. And, yeah. uh, and it is very funny. Is it going to be a good movie? I think it is. Maybe? I think. I guess and we don't know until it, we see it. It doesn't look like it's, um. Chew I like. I'm oh, way yeah. back on trades, but I think that, that was, uh, that's really Chew good. is amazing. Rat Queens. <laughs> Rat Queens is funny. Uh, just kick ass. It's very D&D. Uh, okay. Rat, it's four ladies, uh, with swords. Beating the shit out of everything. Okay. Like Always Powerpuff good. Girls with gore. A little bit. All a right. little bit. Legendary. Haven't gotten into it yet. Animal Man. And... I like Green Arrow that Lemire does. 
Oh, you uh, know with what? Sarantino on art, it's really good. Yeah, I haven't. It's weird that the two superhero comics I read regularly are both Archer titles. Right, but... right. I, I don't <laughs> right Hawkeye and then and then and then that. This is one of the, the X Men. This is the Lady X Men. The All Lady one. The All Lady one. What I Claremont read that one. always wanted to do, but was thwarted. Uh huh. Unwritten. Unwritten. I have read. That's really good. That's great. X Factor used to be amazing, and I'm and I'm giving it a chance because it's Peter David, and I love Peter. You David. like Peter David? I do. I do indeed. Oh, this thing. <laughs> Fucking Rachel Rising, Terry Moore. It is so dark. Oh, really? And so funny and so horrible. Not okay. before bed, people. Okay. Uh, it's about. Uh, uh, There's some just, 90s for you. New Warriors. Oh, yeah. New Warriors. <laughs> That's about exactly. as 90s as it gets. Right. See, Andy I, loves a teen superhero uh, group. I look at New Warriors and immediately L7 and Green Day are playing. In my <laughs> That's how 90s that is See, to me. I always read <laughs> Iron Man first ever since the damn first movie came out. Really? I never you go, read it I, you go Tony first, huh? I never thought I it's would. It's a cool new suit of armor. What's it, all black and yellow or something? Yeah. Yeah. He's Bumblebee. He's also a Transformer. He yeah, turns you're right. into a, he is into Bumblebee. A, I never really thought about that. It's not okay. Now this you just thing is amazing. <laughs> you this, ruined the new Iron Man I'm for so me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Have you read this? No. Nope. Uh, this is uh, the Luna Brothers. Remember okay. those guys? Yeah, I know them. Okay, so they wrote Girls, and they yeah, wrote yeah. Sword, and they wrote... Um, what was the one before that? Ultra? Yes. And uh, so... Uh, Girls was amazing. The sword was awesome. And this he wrote with Sarah Vaughn. Okay. It's called Alex and Ada. And yeah. it is a futuristic, androidy, sentient robot thing. Okay. So. Oh. Yeah. Rosal, Jeff Smith. R-A-S-L. Oh my God. That, uh, was, that was so weird and awesome. I love parallel universes. So if you've got parallel universes, I'm in. I'm a massive uh, fringe Jeff fan. Jeff Smith, Rosal. And, and he, uh, and Rosal, if you haven't, re- you want to read a cool, it's not that long. It's like 20 issues. You can get yeah. the trades. You, you did it. You read it. The story's there. You done. Done and done. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, that's, uh. Um, and then I always recommend Incognito by Brubaker. Oh, it's so good. As, as an intro he to Brubaker. He gets mad when I'm like, write more. And he's like, read Fatal. I'm like, write more. Read Fatal. Write more. Or, <laughs> yeah, like, or read Velvet. Okay. Uh, cause Velvet's amazing. Velvet is, uh, is. It, and it's not Cthulhu-y. No, it's so When great. I read something and find halfway through that I'm reading something Cthulhu-y, I run out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, he got me. You made me read some of it. Give it out of here. <laughs> All right. John Roy, where are you going to be in March? What's uh, going to happen? I'm going to be in Los Angeles in March. I'm, How about I'm not April? going anywhere. I'm going uh, to be you. right here in LA where uh, a thing that uh, I wrote with Adomian is going to be filmed. Uh, watch for a new uh, uh, web series. Well, it was just a web video of Jesse Ventura running for president. Excellent. Uh, and then if you want to see me do stand up, I'm at the Meltdown, um, the 26th of March. That's in a comic book store, so you might enjoy that. I'm doing. Uh, the um, Sleepaway Camp show at the Downtown Independent. Okay. And I'm doing uh, the Super Serious show at the Virgil. Uh, just look at my Twitter, and all those dates are on there at John Roy Comic. Thank you so much for being You're on welcome. the show. Thanks a lot, Rangers. Take care out there. Bye. All right. That was great. Thanks so much for listening to the show, you guys. Uh, the bonus content, which is Andy and I discussing the show, uh, is available on the apps, the Libsyn-sold apps. For some reason, Libsyn is also just posting it for free, so you don't have to buy the app. You can just go to tdf.libsyn.com if you're just downloading it to your iTunes and putting it on some other app to listen to all of the different podcasts that you listen to. So if you want to listen to the bonus content, just go to tdf.libsyn.com, or you can buy the app if you want. And uh, you can also just go to iTunes, by the way, and review the show. iTunes supposedly cares about that, so if you're enjoying the show, and I read them. And that's great. And if you ever want to email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com. The credits, of course. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, Mike Rickberg composed and sang the intro song. He's going to sing the Mexican hat dance right here in a moment. And Vilmos fixes the website, JackieCation.com, where, by the way, there is a donation button, JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com. Feel free to donate. I'd love everyone to give me a 100 bucks a year. That is $8.33 a month. I have not figured out a way to make that easy for you. You would have to remember that. Or you can just throw me some money. If you don't have any money, uh, that's fine as well. But feel free to talk up the show. And if you would like merch, if you'd like a, a Dork Forest t-shirt or a CD of my stand-up comedy or would like to know where I'm doing stand-up, go to JackieCation.com and hook yourself up. There's also an Amazon banner. If you, want to, or if you ever order from Amazon, and we all do, go through JackieCation.com and the Amazon banner. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. See you next week. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that?
If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?